0: All right, give me a five-five if you guys can hear me now, please. All right, check one, two, three, check one, two, three. All right. Thank you guys. Um, I'm gonna end up doing a show full of lies. I'm not gonna mention guys' name one time. I'm just gonna like do a CNN lie show and see if they end up shutting me down during that. This is insane. This is the second night in a row this has happened. Um, I was told last night that this is also happening to uh, Conley and Scott as well, so uh, at some point, I'm gonna be hunting down for uh, another platform to come on. You can hear me now, right, Nathan? Okay, cool. So once again, apologies, guys. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Kilted Christian Episode 535. Missing Liars Thursday. Missing Liars will be here just a moment. He's out grabbing something to eat. Um, I don't. Oh, uh, this is insane. So yeah, someone does not like me. I'm not sure what it is. I'm assuming that. Uh, um it always seems to start um, with Zoom. So, because I've got my Zoom set up, so when John comes in, the Zoom's up. Um, that's the way we communicate and get him over. But for some reason, it always starts with Zoom. Zoom will freeze up, and then I'll notice my Telegram will freeze up, and then my uh, my Twitter will freeze up, and then Podbean freezes up. So it's been like that the last couple of nights. We'll, we'll get this figured out, and uh, hopefully it doesn't happen again, because they don't like me talking about truth. And I'm rambling right now, getting all of my stuff back up, because I had to restart my computer and get this all set up. So, uh. What were you talking about? Uh, we'll get there in a second. But yeah, so anyways, yeah, the world's going crazy right now, and there's a lot of entertainers out there that have tried to expose this truth. Um, Bob Marley was one of them. Like I said, he was put down because of what we were trying to do ultimately ended up dying from uh, cancer-related to a gunshot. But we've also had um, many other entertainers. And the thing is, is... Uh, um. I don't know if they're Christians or not. I know Barley was, you know, there's, there's, you know, Binghamton, I question, um, Chris Cornell and some of those other ones. I don't know what their religious belief was, but I do know that they woke up and these people were part of the system. These people were part of the, a lot of the Luciferian, um, parents, and they still managed to break through this. And I can't imagine that when you wake up and you realize, you know, that these people are sacrificing for Satan and so forth, that they can't realize at some point how real God is and come around to that. But, um, Many of them, uh, well, no, no. I said the gunshot related to cancer, because um, uh, Jay, Wu he got shot and then he ended up dying years later of cancer. And they believe that it was because of the original gunshot wound. If I'm not mistaken, that's how it went down. But um, we've had a lot of people um, over the last like five years that have been trying to expose specifically child trafficking and so forth. And a lot of them have been killed in some pretty horrible ways. Some of them died back to back of suicides. The thing is, is once you wake up and you start trying to expose the truth, they cannot have that. And they will end up putting you down for that. So we're going to get more into that once John gets here. Um, In the meantime, I'm going to go over uh, some of the news that I have um, set up today. And just more craziness, just like there is every other day. Um, First thing is we've got a, a big problem now with our military. They cannot get people to fill the military. And people are like, why is that? It's because they've gone so woke that your average person does not want to be part of that, does not want to fight. And here's a great example of this clip right here. So apologies ahead of time. This thing is like one of the most irritating things ever. But these are the people right now that are wanting to join our military. And I'm not joking. This is not satire. Um, you guys can't see the video, but he's literally dressed up like a cat putting on makeup right now. Talking about joining the military.
1: Get ready with me to sign up for the military. I'm signing up for the military because I know my cat-like instincts would be very helpful in combat. And because I think bakas look super cute in a military uniform. I'll be frolicking around in a pink uniform, though. If they're not okay with me wearing pink, they're gonna have to deal with my kitty wrath. I'll be honest. I've been super lonely here in my kitten burrow. So I know a change of military scenery will do wonders to my kitty brain. I'm going to be super nervous trying to sneak in my catnip because I heard it's banned in the military. What the heck? I don't care that it's banned though. I need my catnip to be the best in combat. Because I'm here to serve in meow for this country. Yeah,
0: and I'm not going to play any more of that because my ears hurt right now and I feel nauseous. But this right here is the problem that we've got in our world. And I'm not joking. This thing really is going to be joining the military. He's already signed the, the military papers. And and this right here is going to be what's fighting our wars, guys. So um, I don't want any of these people here protecting us, man. Send them on over to Ukraine. Let's just go ahead and we'll, we'll send them all over there. We'll get this out of the way because um that's pretty disgusting. And who the heck would ever want to join the military if this is going to possibly end up being a bathmate or a roommate? Pretty disgusting. But this right here is is cannon fodder. <laughs> exactly. This is a true pager. This is definitely cannon fodder. Um, but this is like one example of many that we're seeing right now. Like literally people, you know, it was. it's weird enough that a man thinks he's a girl or a girl thinks he's a man. Um, it's even stranger that there's people out there that literally think that they're cats and birds and dogs and, and live their lives this way to the point where there's actually schools out there that have put litter boxes in their bathrooms for these animal or these kids that associate as these different animals. You know, I thought it was disgusting enough that they were putting um, women feminine product machines in the men's bathroom. Um, that happened uh, in one state. Uh, I can't remember what state it was, but that happened the other day. And literally it was up for like 20 minutes before the guys in that bathroom ripped it down. Good for them. At least there's some people out there that are smart enough not to be falling into this indoctrination camp. Was it California? Yeah, that's surprising, Mary Ellen. That was California that, that happened in. Um, But good, it means that there's people waking up even in those crazy states. Um, So uh, you're going to have to relearn everything, everything. Oh, look at that. They already took that one down. Boy, they're, they're, getting, they're getting quick right now. People are putting truth up on social media and it's getting removed as quick as they can possibly put it up. But he's talking about you're basically you're going to have to relearn everything that you were told. And it's got examples of uh, history being um, altered in our history books and so forth and he had some pretty great stuff in there but you guys can't hear the clip because they've already removed it um but here we go at least you know we've got some uh leaders of, of different states that are working and, and putting their things right in the in the right line you know putting their priorities straight so um the chicago city council has passed a gaza ceasefire resolution as mayor brandon johnson cast tie-breaking vote so Chicago has got tons of major problems right now. They've got an immigration problem. They've got one of the biggest crime problems in our entire country right now. And what is the uh, Chicago City Council working on? They're working on passing Gaza ceasefire resolutions. Um, I don't think any country over there that is involved in this really gives a crap what any state in our union has to say about what's going on over there so it's amazing that they're wasting their time There are so many things that that guy or that particular mayor needs to be focusing on in his own city and this is what they're focusing on and then we got this right here so the rnc is broke nine months before the election so they're hemorrhaging donors while biden's main pac or pac is a shattering spending and fundraising records with 250 million ad buy that is buying up critical ad slots ahead of the election so that they can be purchased um, by the GOP later. Meanwhile, Trump's main PAC raised um, just $43 million in the second half of the year, and he was forced to spend $50 million on his campaign funds on legal fees. So two swing state Republican parties are bankrupt as well. Bottom line, there will be no national get-out-of-the-vote campaign and no get-out-and-vote campaign in at least two swing states by the state party. So the GOP voters have no idea how screwed we are. Um, I've never seen anything like this. So thank you, um, oh, thank you Mittens or Mittens' niece, O. Romney, for doing this right here. And like I said, they were all of their money right now is going to fund Nikki Haley. So Trump is the clear leader in all of this right now. Um, they know that. Haley isn't winning even close to coming to winning any state right now, um, yet they're still putting more money into her pocket for her campaign than they are into Trump's because they're trying to get rid of Trump. This is a waste of money. The woman's not going to win. There's no question that Trump's going to win this. At this point, if if this was – and we I, I say this, but in a fair society, we don't live in that fair society, Nikki Haley would care more about the party and where the party's going and do anything she can to keep Biden from winning this uh, election. By dropping out right now and making sure that all the funding goes over to Donald Trump. But this isn't about that. This is about a, a uniparty system, and all they're trying to do is to keep the guy who's trying to fix our country out so they can continue to ruin our country, get us in the war, destroy our economy. So next up, and this is awesome right here. This this is pretty funny story. So old Fannie Willis, you guys remember Fannie Willis out of, out of Georgia. She gets slapped with 22 articles of impeachment. So, what do you think about Fanny Willis? Well, let me tell you how this all came about. There's an old saying. Um, I, I can't remember the exact saying, but it has, uh, you know, it has something to do with the woman scorn. You guys know which one I'm talking about. Um, yeah, don't piss off a woman ever because if you get them on the wrong side, they're going to come back and they're gonna get you big time. So, Fanny Willis was having an affair. Yeah, hell have no no wrath. Thank you. There we go, Lynn. Hell have no wrath. And uh, so in this particular thing, um, Fannie Willis had an affair with an attorney that she ended up hiring and giving taxpayer dollars to to go after Trump, who had no business doing there, never been in any kind of uh, lawsuit or anything like this, um, and ultimately uh, ended up giving him lots of money. She was actually funding money. that were using for vacations and other kind of stuff like that. So it turned out that the guy that she had an affair with was still married. They were in the middle of getting their divorce um, and were in the middle of their divorce hearings. And this happened, uh, I think, two or three days ago. And the woman was so upset about all this that went down that she used her court date of the divorce to call all of these things in the record and bring all of the stuff that was against Fannie Willis and her ex-husband as discovery in her own case. So they've been denying um, Trump being able to get his hands on a lot of this material, and she ended up uh, using her time in court to do this. So because she called all that stuff in, they had to bring all this stuff in the court because it proved you know, what she was trying to prove in the case and ultimately ended up backfiring big time on Fannie Willis and her ex-husband, and now she is looking at 22 articles of impeachment because, uh, well, don't have an affair. Here's your first lesson right there, old fanny, but you got coming what's got coming. Justice is on the way. Um, Next, we got uh, more people that were committing crimes. Um, this There was a, an incident this weekend where a bunch of immigrants beat the snot out of a couple of uh, law enforcement officers. So all of those immigrants, I think there was seven total. I think five um, had been caught, but they were all released. They were all let go. They were all um, – I don't even think there was any bail that took place. Nonetheless, they're, they're all out, um, even giving tickets to California um, after beating these people. So and th- they all got on camera. They were being filmed and asked questions. And all these immigrants are flicking the cameras off like they could care less about what they're doing here. They came here as criminals. They're going to stay criminals while they're here. But meanwhile, you guys remember the penny guy, the Marine that choked out a guy on a train who was threatening people. This guy's facing prison time. And all these guys right here who were criminals the moment they broke into our country and then criminals again the moment they started beating our law enforcement, not to mention the reason that law enforcement came, they were doing crimes. Um, All these people just running around our country, zero problems. But there's a big um, repercussion that's going to be coming out of this, and what is that? They have lost the black vote black vote is gone. Democrats no longer have that because a lot of the black um, folks in, you know, the urban areas are waking up fast. They realize they're being replaced. And as, and I've got multiple videos, Um, I, I would have played a couple for you, but this was like, there was too many F-bombs to even say, sorry guys, language alert. Um, But I understand that they're upset because you've got security out there who were watching over the immigrants in their hotels. They got their free money, free stay and so forth. And then these, uh, African-Americans, the people of color or whatever that are living in that urban area are working 40-hour-plus jobs, barely making their rent, not being able to put gas in their cars. Then you've got some of the states like California and New York who are trying to create a gas tax, a daily gas tax. So basically, um, from what I read yesterday, it was something like $15 a day. So, so now you're going to be taxed to even drive your car in some of these cities. And think about the people that do this for a living. Taxi drivers, Lyft, um, Uber, any of those things, you can forget that. And then I go and read today that this administration is trying to remove independent car share. So they're trying to get rid of things like Uber. They're trying to get rid of these things. They want us all in 15-minute cities. They're working their way towards it one way or another. Like I said, it's like a frog in boiling water. It's going to be so slow that nobody's even going to see it. Um, and this is crazy, too. So now you get it. Um and I'm going to play this clip for you real quick. This is uh Megan Kelly was very, very upset has
2: revealed that Moderna was very, very upset among other things about the fact that I said on this show that after I had gotten my third COVID shot, my booster, which you needed in order to operate in New York to do anything, um, I developed a positive on an autoimmune test that my general practitioner gave me. And then I had to go to a rheumatologist and all this stuff, I, I revealed it on the show. And th- I got targeted by Moderna, who was very worried that this would add to the growing concern around autoimmune disorders following COVID-19 vaccinations. They're admitting internally that it's a problem, but they're upset that I am talking about it. And Alex Berenson and Russell Brand and Michael Schellenberger and Dr. Jay Bhattacharya are talking about it, Glenn because they don't want it discussed. And the mainstream media outlets were only too happy
0: to comply. It's crazy. So break it down. Moderna is mad at Megyn Kelly and multiple others because they went on their shows and publicly talked about the side effects that they had after getting the boosters and the vaccinations. So it's not like they were given hearsay or or my brother's friend's sister you know, got the vaccine and did No, no, no. They're literally giving their own stories of what happened in their own lives, the autoimmune diseases they all ended up with, um, the side effects, all of the different things that they're going through because of this. And what happens? Moderna and these other organizations actually come out and get upset with these people because they're afraid it's going to hurt their reputation, and their business. They should be more worried about killing people. But that's the thing. This isn't, this isn't about that. It's all about money. They knew that these things were dangerous. That was the whole point of releasing them. They want to kill us. And uh, then I found this thing today. Um, Once again, Bill Gates is back into it. Um, So Bill Gates thinks a coming disease could kill 30 million people within six months and says that we should prepare for it as we do for a war. So once again, Predictive programming. They know what's coming. They're telling us more than likely it's going to be another fear-based thing to get us all compliant, scared, locked down in our own houses. But nonetheless, when these guys come out and start talking about it, yeah, and he's and he was so gleeful. You can just – like the picture that I've got where he's talking about, he's got this big old grin on his face. Like, oh, man. You know, I – i want to take these people out man i can't do it i'm a good person i'm a christian i hate the fact that i even think that john jay Wu and i had this conversation about this earlier we were talking about vengeance of god and he was like "Now, now if he chooses to enact that vengeance and asks us to do so i'm okay with it and it's like you know part of me is like god please ask me to do it and the other part of me is like no god i'm gonna i need to be a good person but it gets so hard watching what's going on right now and that helps your answer too word um i'm ready i'm ready to go like i said i'll do anything that god asked me to do um i don't ever want to go to violence but like here's the problem we're getting so close to this we're, we're getting to the point where we don't have a choice any longer they're trying to kill us in every way possible um i was reading uh some old articles that were from uh from the world wars um and it was nazi germany and how they were originally the ones that were practicing the whole mk control And how they were using um, their experiments to put, guess what, heavy metals in people's bodies. So that's exactly what they're dropping out of the skies right now. They just found more effective ways to do it since the Nazis were doing it. Now they're just uh, flying planes over, dropping out of the sky. Because ultimately what it does is it wears down your immune system, wears down your body, wears down your ability to, you know, it takes away the fight that's inside of you. Um, And it does what fluoride does too. It just makes you more passive, docile. Um, And then you're way less likely to step up. And fight against the tyranny that's in this world. Um, and it's also easier to basically wear people down and, and control them. Mind control. It's easier to influence them through indoctrination and so forth. So that's one of the big reasons that they're putting all of this. Uh, this crap out of the skies onto us. Is to ultimately wear it down so that they can get away with what's coming. Which all connects to 5G. And we've talked about that many times in the past. Um, Then we got uh, next. Next. Uh, Incredible. So there have been many countries right now that have joined um, the European farmer and the taxis and uh, the big movement that they've got going on over right now. I'd say this is less of a protest and more. They keep calling it a protest, but this is straight up a revolution. They're shutting down the streets. They're literally um, taking heavy machinery out there and ripping the asphalt so that people can't use the streets. The farmers and the truckers are On strike, they're blocking everything from getting in, so you go into some of these cities in France, Germany, or whatever, and a lot of the uh, shelves are empty, and it's because these farmers are doing what they're doing, and they're just trying to keep their job because they're trying to get rid of farmers. Now they're coming out and saying that uh, that the at-home, like, Patriot Garden, whatever you want to call it, the garden that you grow in your backyard actually produces more carbon emissions than a farmer does. So now they are straight up going to be coming after the local homegrown garden in your own backyard um, because they can't have that, because they can't control you if you can take care of yourself. So what countries now are part of the uh, revolution that's going on over in Europe? Well, the Netherlands are in it. Scotland joined them. Oh, man, Alba bra. Uh, France, Germany, Poland, Lithuania, Romania, Belgium, Greece, Spain, and Italy. All Europe is saying no to the climate communism. So I'm fortunate. Yeah, Terry Lynn, they've reached their red lines. I'm thankful they're reaching their red lines. We're going to have to reach our red lines soon. Um, Fortunately, like I said, there's a lot going on. Uh, We've got the convoy, which will be taking place this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Um, I'm finally starting to see some of the footage, and I, I thank uh, Tammy for sending me uh, the clips so I can actually see some of the stuff that's going on down there. But I'm curious to see where it's going to go on this weekend because there's already some uh, rabble and some uh, stuff going on. So apparently they've they've already got infiltrators. They're uh, over there, over in the Republican side, the conservative protest area taunting them, literally walked up to an old man. One of them did punched him in the face. So when the conservatives were like, "No, enough of this crap. We're not going to take it," chase the guy back. He leads them straight over to where the Democrats are, and then guess what? Authorities are right there to start um, trying to arrest the uh, trying to arrest the conservatives for chasing the liberal. When the liberal was the one that went over there and punched the old man in the face in order to create what they created. So we got to be very careful. We can't fall into this. This is what they're going to try to do. At the very least, is they're going to try to get us to do things that will allow us to get arrested. Don't do it, guys. Just be very cautious. Don't fall for this stuff. I understand how hard it is not to stick up, you know, especially when you see an old man get hit in the face. But this is the tactics they're doing, and it's already started. And like I said, the convoy won't even really be talked about until maybe late Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um. Oh, next. And this is just sad too. Um, so you guys know my, my father, okay, first it was my uncle, um, ended up getting the shots, ended up getting the boosters and, uh, ended up getting Alzheimer's and his Alzheimer's went from stage one to final stage within three months. So he went from not having Alzheimer's to dying of Alzheimer's in three months. So then my father ends up getting, um, the same thing when it was the, the but they, um, they diagnosed it, a. uh, Louis body syndrome, Louis Lew- yeah, Louis body disorder, whatever it's called. So, and it has a uh, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. It's kind of like a combination of a bunch of stuff. So, my father's dealing with that now. He's going downhill. He's uh, losing his memory bit by bit by bit. It's happening super super fast. Exactly, Tammy. It it is a turbo. Um, he's at the point now where he is in a wheelchair. Like he he's uh, from what I understand, he's lost the ability to walk. I, I know he was in and out of it, but I think he's in it full time now. Um, but he's going downhill pretty quick, but my father's in his seventies, you know, so he's a little bit older. This isn't out of the ordinary. It's still sad, but this is horrible. Hundreds of children are now being diagnosed around the world with childhood dementia. Um, specifically it says it's a rare disease described as Alzheimer's mixed with Parkinson's and the doctors are quote baffled. Well, doctors, I'm no doctor. I don't wear a fancy white coat on TV, but guess what? I know the answer to this. It's the vaccinations. All you have to do is venture back a couple of years and find out when did this start? How about that? That's how how scientists do their business. They, They go through, they figure out when something started. They find out where this happened in the world and start doing their research and then coming to the conclusion of what it is. We know what it is. It was the jabs. And all this started just a couple of years ago all because of these vaccinations, and now children, children are dealing with what they call Alzheimer's mixed with Parkinson's, which is exactly what my dad had, which is exactly what my uncle died of, and now we're probably going to end up seeing, because we're we're at the five-year point, we, we said that we would probably see a lot of the uh, side effects and a lot of the deaths and, and illnesses coming on within about five years after the shot was administered, and we are reaching that point right now, so... Sadly, we're probably going to see a whole lot more of this, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it. Uh, next is uh so you guys know about January 6th. You may have heard about it. Um, a bunch of Patriots went over there, and did what we had the right to do. They called it an insurrection. Some they were asked uh, into the uh, into the house by officers of the law in there, maybe taking some pictures, some old people taking some selfies, not a big deal. They tried to make it seem like it was the most horrific thing that ever happened in this country, but not a big deal. But all these people have been facing um, jail time. So we've even got, uh, we even had the the shaman, The if you guys remember the, the old shaman in there that ended up with like 41 months or something in jail and he served his time and he's out. So you also may remember um, a sex video That was filmed and live streamed from the Senate building. Um, Yeah. So the Senate sex tape is what they called it. And Capitol police are declining the press charges. So um, photos of yourself inside of the people's house, bad. Um, Pornographic gay sex tapes in Senate. Okay. Um, are, Are we learning yet? We all waking up and seeing how this system works. Absolutely disgusting. Um. Then we got a – like, what the heck is going on is what Elon Musk asked. So 150 Democrats voted against a bill that will deport illegals that are caught driving while drunk and also um, that are committing uh, Social Security fraud. So 150 Democrats voted against this, basically saying no. If they get into a D.I. Uh, or, you know, a drinking and driving incident, they should be able to stay right here in our country with no repercussions. No arrest, no nothing, not even sent back to where they came from. A hundred and fifty Democrats voted for this. Unbelievable. What would happen if you or I uh, were caught riding a bicycle after we drank a pint? We'd probably end up in jail for a DUI. Um, but these guys, OK, because these guys, I can't tell you how many instances I've read where these people have actually killed people. But once again, they get um, they get all the freedoms that we're supposed to have and more. Because I never boy, they're they're taking care of them one hundred percent. Um, next, a uh, crying Israeli diplomat son, nineteen, intentionally ran over a Florida cop with a motorcycle, and he's going to be avoiding charges due to his dad's immunity lawyer. Um, <laughs> man, so once again, um, as long as you are not an American citizen. You can pretty much get away with whatever you want to. If you're an American citizen, um, I wouldn't even look at somebody funny because you'll probably end up spending life in prison. Yeah, immunity to the. It was. Uh, I guess his dad was a uh, dignitary or something like that. So because of who he is, the son is not going to be facing any charges for running over somebody on purpose. So it was like, like I said, it wasn't even an accident. Um, it's uh, was it um, Israel-aged, um, or it was an Israeli diplomat. Son intention ran over the Florida officer with a motorcycle and we'll be avoiding these things. Like I said, because of who his father was. So more disgusting stuff. Um, I like what this girl's gotta say right here. This is a little bit longer to play this video. Um, I think we can all relate to this while I'm playing this. Um and I'm right here with her. Um, I'm tired. They're tired. We're all tired of everything that's happening in this country right now, and it's wearing us down. Listen to her.
2: I'm I am Tired, I'm tired, like emotionally tired. Not physically tired so much, but emotionally, I'm just wrecked, I'm I'm done, I'm tired. I fell into the algorithm on, on social media where they're talking about how the now have to pay in federal taxes by the thousands of dollars, by the way. Federal taxes, kids who, who claim zero, no dependents, have never had to pay in at all in their whole life uh, because they did everything right to make sure that they got the maximum refund to make sure that they never had to pay in. They are getting tax bills this year back for like two and three thousand dollars. And I'm I'm tired. I did not authorize our tax dollars to go to Ukraine by the billions. I never authorized our tax dollars, your tax dollars, my tax dollars to go to Israel. I did not authorize my tax dollars to go to Iran every year for humanitarian purposes. I did not authorize my tax dollars to pay for a bag of cocaine, which is sitting in the White House. I did not authorize my tax dollars so that the press secretary can get up there in a suit that probably costs more than your latest car. I did not authorize my tax dollars to be spent on any of this. Why is that not a thing? Why are we not talking about that? Can somebody help me understand why that's not being taken into consideration by fucking anybody? Nobody asked us where we wanted our tax money to go. And they're like, oh, well, that's why you have local representatives call you. What is my local representative gonna do? Not a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn thing. How many times have you reached out to your local representative to either be ignored or to get some kind of bullshit auto reply? Because I have. Just to have them stand up on the floor of Congress and spout about a bunch of bullshit that doesn't even matter and doesn't gonna affect you in the first place, I am tired. I am tired. I am tired of the censorship and the shadow banning. I'm tired. And we've gotten a lot better and we've come a lot further, but I'm tired for no reason. For no reason. I'm tired of writing the community guidelines just to have my shit taken down anyway and I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to have to figure out what's actually going on and finding the story within the story and filtering out the bullshit. I'm tired. I'm tired and I don't know if it's going to get any better. And normally I am a great awakening person, but you have to pick that apart and and you have to like see the lines under the lines. And it's just, it's, it's mind numbing to try and figure it out. You were almost grasping for hope at that point. Is it worth it? Does it matter? I don't know. I hope so. I hope this is going to get better. I hope this is the highlight of our 80 year cycle. I mean, if history is going to repeat itself, it has to be, but it's going to get so much worse until it gets better. And I just don't know how much worse people can take right now. Normal people, normal everyday people. I'm not talking about the influencers. I'm not talking about the people that took advantage of the, the, the PPE loan pyramid scheme. Did you know that that was happening? Did you know that people would just go onto a website and take loans from the government that were forgiven, who didn't even own businesses, who just made businesses up, who just pulled them out of their asses? And they got like $100,000 and $200,000 loans that the government was like, it's cool. You don't have to repay that back. They're going to come after them Now that's what they say, but I haven't seen anybody actually held accountable. Maybe they are. I don't know, and I'm tired. I am tired of getting screwed by a bunch of of crooks and a bunch of of government people. I'm tired. We make it work and I'm, I'm okay. We are okay. But we're only okay is because I'm experienced because I'm experienced in the bullshit and I saw it coming and that's not fair because it isn't supposed to be this hard. Life is not supposed to be this hard. You shouldn't have to live your entire life in, in survival mode.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I agree with a lot of what she's saying right here. I'm going to go back and respond to a couple of things that you guys are um, saying in here too. Like where we are so worn out, Terry Lynn, this, I mean, we're all so tired and I feel bad for her. Um, cause I see, was it up, uh, lady canary? Um, you know, and I agree with what you're saying too, is if you're tired then get out of the way or get busy, this woman, she, she's pretty dedicated. Like she's always doing stuff. She is bringing the news every day. she has been that she's, she's started a lot of the petitions that we've um, seen out there to be signed. She um does a lot of her shows on how to contact Congress and Senate and so forth. So it's kind of hard to see her just worn out. But we all get to the point where we just kind of lose it at some point. You know, where we just, we can't take it any longer. You know, where it just gets absolutely hard on the brain. You know, that's when the thing is you just take a break if you have to. Um, I can't remember her name and it doesn't say, I think it says shipwreck as, as what she goes by. Um, but yeah, she's, I've played many, many things from her. So like, she, she's a very busy person. Um, and I just, like I said, but we all get to this point now. I also agree and I, I can't remember, I lost who said it. Um, but I always, there, there's days that I have to vent, but I'll never come on and vent like this on social media. I'll do it in front of a mirror or I'll make Nathan sit down there and, and like humor me while I vent for a little bit. We all have to do that. Um, I try not to do that too publicly, but I completely understand where she's coming from, and it does. It gets so hard because every day, you know, um, you know, and Nathan and I have these conversations all the time about, you know, what we need to do about doing things right before moving to violence, about the importance of, you know, reaching out to your senators, your your congressmen, your local congress, your local senate, and so forth. But then she brings up a good point. Is it like how often do they respond? I can't tell you how many times I've written emails, letters, um, phone calls. And I'll get an answer machine. I won't ever hear back from an email. Or if I ever do, it'll be like, we received your email. You know, no response to like what was in it or we're taking care of it. Thank you so much for sending this. Like none of that stuff. Um, you know, so it does. It gets it, it gets a little hard on the soul and it does wear you down. But we can't stop the battle. That's the thing is if you get to the point like she is, walk away for a couple of days. It's A-OK. Everyone will understand. Take a small little break. Go to your best buddy, your mom, your friend, vent a little bit, regenerate, get your soul clean, pray to God, spend some time praying, just do everything that you possibly can and then come back into the war because we all need hands on deck right now. But at the same time, we all experience war fatigue at some point or another. So it's understandable. And I feel terrible for her because I know how hard she works and how, how long she's been doing this. And now we've got MSM Liars John here, brother. How are you doing today? Hello. Hello. Well, I'm glad you came on now, man, because the show already tried to shut down, man. It's two days in a row. No, sir. I'm calling about your car's extended warranty. Oh, um, I don't have a car. <laughs> How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. It's great to see you. Yeah, good to be here. So you, you did a uh,
3: physicals today for your, your team? It's a physical training. It's team training night. Oh, yeah, it is team, team training tonight. I was outside thinking, the baseball field doing physical oh, activities. Got it. I was high thinking, steps, weighted balls and med, med ball stuff. I, thought, up, I thought
0: you were going to uh, turn your head to the right cough. So it was the wrong kind of physical. <laughs> yeah. Not that kind of physical. That's, that's
3: somebody else's job.
0: That's what I, When you said physical, that well, that's what went to my head was physical. I'm like, are you making people cough? So now that you makes more sense. You're just making them run around
3: the field. You know what's really sad is all the insurance for sports teams offers uh, molestation insurance, which was interesting to find out when I was doing my insurance. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a thing that a lot of them have. Well, that's crazy. Well, as long as it doesn't happen
0: during a war or an insurrection or a civil war or a revolution, apparently.
3: Yeah, I was listening (laughs) on the way home. uh, Some interesting good stuff going on. All good. The drunk driver thing the border sounds sounds nice and level-headed and secure i mean oh, everything's good man I'm, why are we even having a show
0: everybody right. in the world believes in god we've done our job all right guys thank you so much for listening to Kilt the christian episode 535 <laughs> msm liars thursday we'll be back tomorrow no, i'm just kidding <laughs> we got a lot of news man every day every day keeps on going um so uh, right here we get, and this is another, here we go again. This is over in Britain, but don't think it won't be happening here soon enough. A London acid attacker identified as Abdul Shakur Ezadi. So I I'm imagine he's probably not a native to London. Um, the attacker threw acid in the faces of 12 people last night in uh, Clapham, South London. Um, two children were among the victims. One of them was three years old. And he is currently at large with a massive manhunt underway, um, and they've got a, a number to call. But you know, how, what are what are they going to do? Are they going to catch him and, and let him go again?
3: Yeah, yeah are We get, we got to start carrying sodium hydroxide with us. Yeah, I kind of yeah.
0: No, it seems to be like I'm going to just carry a thing of meat, milk around with me just in case this happens. You know, and then uh, and they don't got guns. You know, Julie says geez, no guns, so right. they, they don't. They don't have guns but julia gets even worse than that because it was a time where like you could have rifles and i think you still may handguns are like pretty near impossible to get but there's a black market so you can always find them you're just not going to get them over the counter um but now they're they're um outlawing like other weapons like mace um like knives nice. like all that kind of stuff so you can't carry blades around with you anymore you can't even carry a butter knife with you you know so and these uh the immigrants are coming in with uh, machetes and all kinds of stuff. So they've got their weapons. They're, tying, They're not following the rules? No, they, I know. What a shocker. huh? Man. I mean, it's like here in America. You know, people are like, well, they need to have stricter gun laws. And I'm like, oh, you mean like the one that says outshot shot not shoot and murder? You know, that law? The one that says don't harm people? You know, the one that says no battery or an assault on people? Um, that right.
3: law? Right, a firearm in itself without
0: Yeah. Reason? But, yeah, that's what they're carrying around with them right now is uh, they've got machetes and stuff. But then, like I said, they pulled the knives. They're not even allowed to carry, like, pocket knives or any of that stuff around. So, you know, the Brits pretty much have no way to defend themselves. Um, Behind the scenes here in the states, they're uh, trying to mess with our Second Amendment laws as well by um, banning private gun sales.
3: Well, that explains – so I was uh, looking yesterday – for the cheapest bat i could find and i i found it and it's bat that's all, all it is is bat it said bat. it was but it was sold in euro in euros so i could i could buy it but it was 12 euros and it wasn't listed for baseball use it was listed as self-protection that's <laughs> that's hilarious so there was a nine-year-old kid who's like, look, I bought one of these bats and I'm going to try it out. And he hit a baseball with it and he was nine years old and it like bent when he hit the baseball with it. Oh,
0: that's funny. So like, would it hold up against an intruder? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. No.
3: no, it wouldn't. That was no good. Oh man. That's
0: pretty funny though. Self-protection. It is. This is not a sports tool. This is self-protection. <laughs> right. So we got a uh, here. Um, Ted Cruz introduced HR2 in the Senate to require Biden to secure the border, but Chuck Schumer and the Democrats will not vote on this since it would actually work. So instead, they want to pass um, a compromise bill that won't secure the borders, but will allow 1.8 million illegals in annually, annually. And I'm sure it'll send money somewhere. Oh, no, I can guarantee that. I'm going to play this clip right here of uh, Cruz talking about this. And, but once again, let's chatter, more spider. Let's get some stuff done. I am so tired of hearing these people talk. Let's do something. Same thing with our, our speaker right now. They come out there and they're like, and you know, I'm so upset and this is ridiculous and, and but nothing ever gets done. I would rather yeah. hear no talk. I would rather think that nothing is going on and then something get done than you guys try to make us think that something's going on and nothing gets done.
3: Well, the idiots on Twitter that buy into the um dichotomy in the paradigm still of R&D, they're all over it. Oh, it's all the Republicans' fault for not signing a bipartisan bill. Oh, I know. And I'm going to actually um, talk of some of the a little
0: um, annual thing of where what has happened in the Biden administration because he came in dealing with this border in a moment. Um, but I'm going, to, I'm going to play this little quick clip right here of, uh, of Ted Cruz real quick talking about the border.
4: We don't know what's in their bill. All we do know is it's not HR2. Why would we expect it to be better if it's gonna be a compromise bill with Schumer and Biden? Right, look, in a perfect world, Congress would pass strong legislation that forces Biden to secure the border right now. As you pointed out, the House of Representatives, the Republicans stood strong, they passed HR2. It is a strong border security bill. I introduced HR 2 in the Senate. I'm the lead sponsor in the Senate of HR 2. If we wanted to actually do something to secure the border, that's what we would do. Unfortunately, this bill that's being discussed in the Senate, it's not HR 2 because Chuck Schumer and the Democrats said, no, 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 we don't want to do that. That would actually work, so that's off the table. And instead, Republican leadership in the Senate is pushing a deal that would not secure the border. It normalizes. 5,000 people a day coming illegally into this country. Now, to give you a sense, 5,000 people a day is over 1.8 million illegal immigrants a year. That's about 6 million people during Joe Biden's presidency. He, in fact, has allowed 9.6 million in. So I don't understand Republicans saying our position is we'll take two-thirds of the invasion that Biden's allowed. We're okay with that. That doesn't make any sense to no. me. And so my view, None. this Senate deal is a bad deal. I've made this case repeatedly to my Republican colleagues. The Speaker of the House has been unequivocal. This bill will not pass. It's dead on arrival in the House. And I said to my colleagues, all right, if it's not gonna pass the House, what the hell are we doing? Why are we giving Democrats an excuse? Because you know what Chuck Schumer's doing? You know what Joe Biden's doing? You know what every Democrat runner for re-election is doing? They're saying, well, gosh, we would have secured the border, but the Republicans won't pass our bogus bill that does nothing to secure the border. That's exactly
0: 100 percent what they are doing. As a matter of fact, they literally accused Trump of doing this, saying that Trump was the one that um, told the Republicans to stand down and not passing these bills so that Trump could use this um, this topic going forward in the election. Um, I don't, I don't see that coming out of Trump's mouth. Um, Trump is wanting this place closed as badly as we do.
3: I'm, I'm t- I, I think so. And uh, in the Texas room I'm in, there's a lot of people not happy with Cruz's and him, sa- even though he's saying what he's saying. That's what I'm saying. It's it says what he's saying all the time, and he's been saying it for ten for years, for a now. long time, and
0: nothing yeah. ever gets done. It, it's no different than a uh, Margie Taylor Green. So right now they're they're like. I'm putting forward a censor, a bill to censor Elon Omar. Okay, look, forget the censor sh- stuff. I am so tired of censor. Censor doesn't mean crap. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like, okay, you got the slap on the hand. You got to, here's your hour of detention. Now you're welcome back. That's basically what a censor is. Um, right. So, so now, like Margie Taylor Green is trying to act like a badass. I'm coming out here. I'm going to censor um, Elon Omar. Well, here's the thing. Why why is it five years later that you're doing this? This woman's been a terrorist and she got into office. And 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 I'll tell you why. Because her um campaign cycle has officially moved into the next stage, which is why she's coming out and putting this sensory on so that she can start getting more donations pushing towards her cause. This, she doesn't care. You know what I'm it's saying? It's a dog it, and pony show all it, the time. It, it always is. Because look, it's not a matter of censor. I don't even care. Matter of fact, she said censor. I'm like, Pff. I don't care. Julie, exactly. Kabuki Theater. Um, you know, we, we need to. Kentucky de- censored Mitch McConnell. I know it nothing. nothing. We need the de- we need a deporter. We need to unnaturalize her. We need you know while, while we're at it, man, we should deport McConnell too. Get get rid of Turtle, man. Just throw turtle in the ocean and be like that
3: way. <laughs> There's an island. I mean, we we need an, We we could repurpose Epstein Island. And just drop all the criminals there to fend for themselves. Yeah. For all times. We yeah. have to make sure we shut down all the submarine bays and flight, uh, the ability to fly in and out of there. But you no. know, leave them on an island. Not exactly.
0: you know. And the thing is, is there's just so much talk. So much talk. Um, Mary Allin, she says, I'm sick of Republicans. I am too. I despise the Democrats. You know what I'm saying? But the Republicans, I'm I'm starting to just despise a little bit worse because at least that's one thing that I got to give credit is, uh, it, it reminds me of an old saying, it was an old movie called be cool. If you guys remember be cool with John Travolta. And there was a comment in there where, you know, they were, you know, he, he was saying, you know, there, there's, um, more honor in being a, a criminal. There's more honor in being a suit or a mafia guy than there is being a producer in Hollywood. And, you, and they were like, well, how is that? He goes, because when you're dealing with the mafia, you know you're dealing with the mafia. You know right. what I'm saying? When you're dealing with Hollywood, they don't pretend to be the mafia. At least the mafia doesn't pretend to be anything but what they are. And it's kind of how the Democrats are at this point. Is The Democrats, <laughs> they don't hide the fact that they're just a bunch of tyrannical, skeezy, evil people. You know what, what I'm saying? Don't. They just, they live up to who they are. The the Republicans are a little worse Because they're just as skeezy, they're just as tyrannical, they're just as evil, but they do it behind a mask, and they pretend to be the the ones that are on your side. So they just – it
3: makes them a thousand times worse in my my opinion. It does. I mean the masks in Hollywood have fallen off largely, I think. Oh, yeah, big time. But you got to expect it from them. It's a bunch of actors. They're liars professionally for a living. That's literally what they get paid to do. You're right. They are paid liars. You get paid to lie and
0: pretend they're somebody they're not. So Yeah, yeah Kenny DeKaren. <laughs> I'm I'm really disliking politics. I've, i I just I despise both sides. I just like I said, Jesus, please, please come back. Please. Pretty please. I know you're coming back soon. I just I'm, I'm impatient. Sorry, Father. Um, so then we got Democrat representative Pramila Jayapal. Probably the most difficult thing to look at in the face in, in all of our all of our government, man. This woman, she she's pretty horrific. It's um, a
3: comparable to Lori Lightfoot, I think those two. I don't know,
0: man, it's man. It it's a toss up, man.
3: Yeah, it's a tough one.
0: It's a tough one between Pr- Pramila Jayapal and Beetlejuice. I'm not sure which one of them is less attractive, man. But neither one of them, I can't, I can't look either one of them in the face. I'm the one I want to, but so she came out the day. And uh, is trying to is saying um, she begs everyone to stop referring to illegal aliens as illegals. And I will I will stop calling illegal aliens illegals the moment that they come in here illegally. The moment that you come in here and do it the right way, you do your studies, you swear your oath into our country, you get naturalized.
3: I, I won't call you an illegal alien. I promise. I but, won't do it now. I might. Instead, use criminal invader. Yeah, criminal invader. That works, too. That works, I think too. That's, that's, that might be a more fitting description of what's happening.
0: And I'm going to go with DJ Pupasa here. We'll just call them terrorists. I like that one, too. It's basically what they are. Um, but, yeah. you know, so at this point, you know, I think that we should stop referring to the sky as blue. Maybe we should stop referring to the moon as round.
3: Well, they keep I mean, spraying the sky enough to where we could refer to it as white.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point. We could start calling it white. So let's just change the the wording of absolutely everything. Um, from here on out, uh, the sky is no longer blue. It's
3: all uh, white. And, uh, well, man no longer means penis, so what what's are you going to do? What is that? I said man no longer means penis, so yeah. what are you going to do? Not anymore, man. You can be – at this point, man, you can be – A fox, a
0: dog, a cat. (laughs) You weren't here for the very first clip that I played tonight of the guy that was joining the military dressed up like a cat putting on makeup, saying that the military needs him as long as he can have his catnip. Front line, baby. Front line. I know. I would have been so happy if that was a satire, but it wasn't. Um, It's sad. So, and then here we go with this, too. See, once again, two guys film gay porn video in the Senate hearing room, no charges. And then the Christian man who decapitated that Satan statue in Iowa. You guys remember that he's Uh. charged with a hate crime. They have charged him with a hate crime. So, okay. How many statues got beheaded, torn down, ripped down, removed, um, that were conservative or, you know, American based statues. None of them got in any trouble whatsoever. Um, but, but the Christian man who rips apart a very poorly built satanic shrine gets a hate
3: crime. The irony of it all is Satan calls for evil acts. So how can it be a hate crime against somebody that calls for hate constantly and it's hate? I know. Wouldn't that be a – by Satan's wow. standards, wouldn't that be a love crime? That would be exa- – that's what I mean. Yeah, it just makes – it's it's the the ironies of that thinking is beyond me. Oh, I know. It, the thing is, though, is that like, they literally get away – We we just had a whole bunch of people
0: – who were arrested for praying outside of an abortion clinic. Yeah, I saw that. And then literally the next day, you got five immigrants that beat the crap out of a police officer that are let go with no bail. I mean, this everything is just so backwards right now. I mean, I don't, man, I don't want to go to war. I don't want to go to war, man. But every day I wake up, I'm like, man, we were getting closer and closer. They're going to pull us into it one way or the other.
3: Yeah, like, yeah, just like you were saying with that kid that attacked that old man and then got chased. Yeah, exactly. And they're just they're and, just a microcosm of the ploy that's going on. Just wait
0: until the weekend, man. It's gonna be a messy weekend. I can promise you that. So, you know, keep all of our Texas family in your prayers. Um, we got a lot of family right in here, actually, in the chat, that live down in Texas. So we just need to keep on praying that uh it doesn't work its way over that direction as well as all the people that are actually over there. And I'll be praying for that all weekend. Um yeah, sure. so next, uh, this is the most disturbing video you will see all day. This is director for High Tops, an LGBTQ group who brings queer theory into school says that most critical time to get in the classroom are grades five to eight so that we can catch the kids as they're starting puberty. That's right.
1: Most critical time to be there is grades five through eight, because you want to catch kids when they're starting puberty, because that's the time in which identity formation is central to their lives. However, early intervention is key. So we actually are designing a kindergarten through grade two curriculum this summer. And I will tell you, one of the most rewarding experiences, Nikki, uh, we were in a local school system in an elementary school, and uh, we were in grades three, four, and five. And after we were there, um, five students went to the principal's office and came out. So we are really intentionally going into younger and younger grades.
0: Intentionally. Man see like they don't even hide it anymore. They don't even
3: hide it. Mary Allen demonic, exactly. 100% demonic. It um, makes me want to find out how many times you can hit an object with a cue ball inside of a sock before the cue ball breaks or, or soap. There we go. Like just how smoke. hard do you have to hit it and how often do you have to hit it before that cue ball explodes in that sock?
0: Yeah, we'll do it all military style with with soap. That's how they used to do it today. in the day. Soap in a sock and you yeah. just get beat. And at least a little bruise, but doesn't show you what the what, what you got hit with yep i don't know man i want to be want to be a good person and not think crazy thoughts man but then you, you see these videos like this and, and they're intentionally coming after the kids like i said intentionally hitting them up at puberty because when they develop their identity identity what, what do you mean identity what were you doing before you hit puberty were, did you know you were a boy before you hit puberty because i did I, right. I i wasn't attracted to girls <laughs> yet but i was playing with gi joe figures and then eventually, when I grew up a little bit more, once again before I had puberty and I got my first BB gun, I took my GI Joe guys and started blowing them up with fireworks and, oh, yeah, and BB guns. Time. It's another I still do that. yeah, it's a very another very doodly thing to do. So, like I said, all before a puberty,
3: I knew exactly where I was going. I knew I knew that I was a, a guy. Um, well, what you what you said there brings up an interesting question that somebody had called me and asked me about yesterday because they were concerned that. Uh, Final lawsuit against somebody that had done them wrong was would be considered revenge biblically versus anything else. And I, you know, I, I, my opinion of it is it's not because it's the justice system that we instituted among men to handle affairs like that. And if you willingly enter into that contract and you don't abide by your terms, the recourse for that is legal action and lawsuits. It's it's the way our system's set up, and it's the way we've kind of all agreed to do it. Granted, it's taken completely out of context and done illegally now and unlawfully. I won't say illegally; they do it legally, but they don't do it lawfully. No. And uh, I think a lawful way to do things is more godlike than necessarily their legal way of doing things. I don't think that's revenge. I think that's justice. And I think, I think you got to differentiate between the two a lot of times. If somebody's going after a kid. It's not revenge to me to go after them. It's justice. It's you giving up your right to protection under divinity and under the law, and you are going down because of it.
0: And I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be very, very candid. I'm going to be very open with all of you. Um, You know, we, we are all sinners. And this is probably one of my greatest sins that I deal with on a daily basis. And I have to talk to God and, like, God, you know, please work in my heart. Please help me through this because I do. I see stuff like this. I see the trafficking stuff. I see all the stuff that's going on in the world. And I get pretty, pretty angry about it. You know what I'm saying? Not like um I'm going around and yelling at everybody and you know, but but I get to the point where I do think I'm like, man, gosh, if somebody would just come along and take these idiots out, we wouldn't have this. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to think like this any longer.
3: We're you supposed know? to get angry about it. There's a time for anger. There's a time for love, a time for peace, a time for war. I mean, it says it tells us. There's a time for all of these emotions, and you know I've said it on your show before. A good man isn't a harmless man. A good man is a dangerous man that can control himself.
0: Yeah, it's what. That's uh, what, what. Yeah, exactly. That's what. Um, you know the, the a peaceful man isn't one that that sits around and doesn't do anything. A peaceful man is the one that's able to control and not just run around and do everything that they want to do. And and that's the thing though is that I do I I I I know the difference between the anger and the righteous anger. And I know that the reason that I'm getting upset is because of the innocence. And it's not that I want to go out and harm anybody. It's more about the fact that I'm tired of seeing people get harmed themselves. I, um, you know, but I still, but I, I run back and forth. You know, this is one thing that, that's, that makes it, that, that's difficult about being a follower of Christ is um, we still have to deal with the flesh. We still have to deal with these random fleshy thoughts that we have down here. And I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to see these things and get so angry that I got to go look at a wall and count to 10. You know what I'm saying? But um, it, it gets it wears on the soul. Just like a video that I played earlier, just get so tired of everything that you're seeing day in and day out. Um, and it's only because we don't want to see this abomination that's taking place, especially with the children um, specifically. And that's one of the things, like I said, there's a lot that I can just be like, oh, man, that's disgusting. But the one thing that just upsets me every time that just makes me mad makes me want to go do something that always has to deal with with children and uh, their innocence being violated.
3: And acquiescence is a uh, is a powerful legal uh, situation to be in by not doing anything and acquiescing the things you're agreeing with it.
0: Yeah, see, and that's the thing too. You know, we say that uh, you know, that good gets away or excuse me, bad gets away with what bad does because good people sit by and do nothing about it. Um, you know and and that's very true too. like I said I, I this is the most difficult thing that we're all I think we're collectively facing together is because we want to be good Christians. we want to do what what Christ would do um and at the same time, we want to stop the people from doing what Christ asked people not to do and you know and 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 watching this two-tier justice system the invasion taking place around the world this push for the new world order the new world government the new world religion and so forth this happening right in front of our eyes you know it, it is it's hard to sit back and not get a little frustrated at times you know so i do one prayer that i pray often you know usually private to myself is like god please forgive me for getting a little bit angry and wanting to run around and start shooting people um like i said it's not in my body i don't have that ability yeah. to do it unless something's shooting at me but it still runs through my head. If someone, it only takes one person to just remove a Soros and a Gates from this world, that's one problem that's been alleviated,
3: you know? Um, Right, yeah, I always pray that uh, that he steals my sword until it's needed, and if it's needed, he gives me the strength of David to fight the way David did. Yeah, exactly, and, you know, that's what... um, Fearless, ruthless, and without ceasing until the enemy is completely wiped out. So... Yeah, we're going to steal our swords, but I think most of us are in that place where, okay, if once it's drawn, it's drawn. Yeah. You know, when God says,
0: I need someone to come step up and fight this battle, <laughs> man, my hand's going to be the first in the air. You know, like I said, Jay, when I discussed this one earlier, if God was to ask, you know, I wouldn't hesitate. I'd be like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All in. Yeah, just <laughs> I'm, like Mary. All in to go. You know, I'm Tammy. we and I were talking earlier, and I was like, I'm going to be cleaning my guns all weekend. That's part of my plan is to get all those <laughs> things nice and shiny and clean and ready to go. Um, so now we got a uh, you know more more uh, facts that are coming out about vaccinations and so forth. So since mid 2021, um, 70 of embalmers report finding strange blood clots, um, within. All the autopsies that they're doing, so that's not a big surprise. We've been talking about for a while, but I didn't realize that the numbers were that high seventy percent. Yeah,
3: that's really high.
0: Yeah, and that's not seventy percent of people that had autopsies. That's seventy percent of the people doing the autopsies. You know what I'm saying? So how many of their well, I don't know if they'd be patients or not. But, um You know, where, where did they find these blood clots in?
3: How I many of the deceased did not have yeah, autopsies? The deceased. Mortem, right?
0: Yeah, pretty sure they're not patients any longer. <laughs> right. They, they lost their patients just like I did like four or five years ago. Um, so, three Mexicans were arrested in Illinois for recruiting other illegals to commit retail theft in order to receive fake IDs. 481 fake IDs were recovered, including social security cards, green cards, driver's licenses. 40 grams of suspected methamphetamine was also found. Biden's open border is leading to crimes all over the country and putting Americans' lives in danger everywhere. So I went through and was uh, looking at the states that are now supporting Texas around our country. You realize that of all the states that are supporting um, Texas, that they're coming to and standing by Texas, none of them are the sanctuary cities. The ones, yeah, the ones who are dealing with this the most are the ones that aren't standing by the ones that are out there not only dealing with it but complaining about it. Um, aren't supporting Texas in this whole deal, yeah. Our
3: stupid state with our stupid governor, yeah, exactly. And we're an 80% red state, yeah, easily. And and, mm.
0: you know, uh, great Papa Steve said, doesn't surprise me, and it doesn't surprise me either. Um, So this is really long, um, and I'm only gonna play like a quick little part so we can discuss this. So childcare, which is already sky high, is about to get more expensive with um, the corporate takeovers that are coming. So listen to this.
1: Care.com's annual childcare State of the Union has been released, and the results are staggering, showing that for the first time in history, childcare costs are predicted to increase to between $25,000 and $36,000 per child per year in many major metro areas. And that means that costs have increased by 35 to 46 percent in the wow. last couple years. Now that has a whole bunch of publications saying that child care is in chaos. But what if I told you child care isn't in chaos? That this was the eventuality of a carefully crafted series of executed actions. By a group of private equity firms and megacorps that had collectively got together and bought up child care chains quietly from all across the United States over the last decade while paying lobbyists to carefully steer the ship to exactly where they are. And they're getting ready to cash in big with your children's lives and futures in their hands.
0: Yeah. And it has nothing to do with money. You know what this has to do with? Destroying God's children period right this has been it all started you know we talked about this a while back during the whole feminist push people were like oh i you know the women were like i need to stand with the women the men were like well i definitely don't want to stand against this because then they're going to look at me like a bigot you know what i'm saying so everyone got on board with this um then the women went out into the workplace which was the whole plan to begin with and they're like okay cool now let's raise the price of everything now the women are now the women are stuck in the workplace no choice, because you got to have two people supporting a family in order to survive. Back in the day, Papa went to work every single day. Got to uh, could afford to get his kids clothes, get them fed, pay for the house, go on a vacation, own a car, all that stuff. While Mom was at home doing, in my opinion, the most difficult job that there is—that's taking care of the kids at home. Um, you know, major major credit. They they've convinced the women that. Well, unless you're out working in the workplace, you're not making anything of your life when ultimately the stay-at-home mother is making the most of her life and also making the most of her kids' lives, making them responsible members of this society. Um, So they went through, destroyed the nuclear family, and here they are now finishing it off. So what happened? Um, Now mom and dad are at the point where chances are mom has to work during the day, dad has to work at night because someone's got to stay home and watch the kids, right? Um, you know, so now mom and dad aren't, they're never get to see one another. They don't really get to go on vacation. They are both out there working, but it's still less affordable than it was back in the day when Paul used to work and mom stayed at home. Um, so they're never going to get out of this hole. Um, and then eventually mom and dad end up getting divorced because they don't get to spend mom and dad quality time together. Um, they don't get to go on their dates and do, um, friendly, sweet mom and dad things. They end up, uh, finding somebody else at the workplace that they're working at you end up with infidelity on and on and on all this stuff right here was ultimately created to destroy the nuclear family um and then they went through and found other ways to produce children by cloning them and by creating them themselves on little petri dishes um but you're not getting the full god child because god's the only one that can create souls i don't care how good of a scientist you are you're never going to be able to create a soul in my opinion um that's one of the reasons that they're uh that they're pushing this whole CERN thing, collecting what they call dark matter, which in my opinion are probably like fallen angels that are sitting over there in another dimension. Since the clones that they make can't have souls, they utilize these, quote, cyborg bodies or whatever the clones that they're making. And I think that they're probably hosting the demons inside of these things. Like I know that's a little far out there, but um, maybe five years ago, you'd
3: have been like, you're crazy, but today you probably agree with me. (laughs) I don't disagree. Okay. Let me unpack some of that. Yeah. I'm going to go back to, yes, the nuclear family thing and health and the the childcare thing. And I have experience with that because when my kids were younger, I worked at night and Sean worked during the day. Um, We still managed to get to see each other. I have to say this with some caveat though, because Me and her are also very good at living under our means compared to a lot of people, I think. Yeah, I'm... I'm We don't don't care what other people think. No. We don't worry about uh, living in a new house, a bigger house. I I mean, our house is nice. Yeah, you got a pretty nice... I like your house, yeah. Yeah, but obviously it's not huge and extravagant, right? But you made it awesome by putting the work into it yourself. So, I mean, kudos. (laughs) I, I think we've been societally taught that uh it's required and that those things are needed and that you have to show those things off to other people Mm -hmm. instead of you can make this work with one income if the job's decent and the mom stays home it or the dad stays home whichever the case may be i stayed home now with my kids because my wife's job is good enough at this point without us having debt that she's able to provide for us So I, it can be done, but you're just. But you, you guys are also, you know, quote fiscally responsible. It, it takes a lot of responsibility, a lot of careful planning. Yeah, but it is doable, and in the long run, I think it's best for your children to not have them in childcare in general. Anyways.
0: No, I, I agree a hundred percent. Matter of fact, you're you're better off. You're better off struggling a little bit financially every month than you are giving your kids over to someone who's going to ultimately destroy you destroy your child you're gonna send them off to college and they're done
3: you know right. um, so that's a decision we made as a family anyways and but like i said is it, but you
0: guys are also like you said you're fiscally responsible you understand um that this world doesn't evolve around um you having a mercedes or you having you know a, a fresh garden every single year. i mean like literally the things that people put in just to make them stand out keep up with the i will say
3: my vehicle looks nice my jeep is is a nice jeep you got a pretty nice car but it's sold. it's paid for and it i maintain the crap out of it which is why it looks the way it does yeah see you know was one thing with me
0: is um i never liked credit and uh my grandfather told me like growing up he's like look he goes if you can't if you if you don't have the money to buy it you can't afford it he goes don't use a credit card don't go getting loans he goes, if you can't buy it, you can't afford it because then you're going right. to be stuck and you're never going to get out of the hole. He's like, so I would suggest if you want a car, work your butt off, go get two jobs if you have to, to make you get your car quicker. Um, if you want a house, work your butt off, save up for it. You know, so ultimately, um, you know, my mom has a car. I have my car paid off. We did no, no loans, nothing. We, we paid those off um, as soon as we could. Um, the same thing with this home that we're living in right now. Is uh, I spent years saving up money, um, you know, bit by bit just to have enough to get the house. And then, you know, and then as I was looking at like multiple different states, we ended up choosing Kentucky because Kentucky was the most affordable, like hands down, property wise, house wise and everything. Um, but now, you know, it, was it uncomfortable during the process of saving up? Absolutely, man. I was like eating ramen noodles and, you know, what I'm saying like literally doing the bare minimum. Um, but now we're so thankful because there's an article that I came across today
3: that says that 90.9 percent of Americans cannot afford housing right now. So and like 70 percent live paycheck to paycheck, yeah. and 60 percent live on credit cards. It's and the credit cards and living paycheck to paycheck becomes unbearable and unsustainable because eventually the debt is going to outweigh the amount of money you're bringing in.
0: It, it always will. It's going to come back and it's going to haunt you. And it's, and you're not, you're, all you're doing is digging a hole that, you know, credit is basically the replacement for um, shackles that they used it's to have a on slaves. Slave system. Yeah. That cre- is a slave system.
3: Yeah. Credits are modern day shackles. And, uh, and you that's know, what's really terrible about our monetary system and our, and our dollar bills being debt notes instead of actually backed by physical gold and current and physical materials now. Yeah. It's a base system instead of an asset based system.
0: Well, that is about to change and it's going to change rather quickly. So, uh, let me find the exact, uh, all right, I guess that did in there. So here we go. Um, 34 new countries have joined, uh, BRICS as of today. Nice. Did I just do an accidental segue? Yes, you did. <laughs> 34 new countries as of today have joined BRICS keep in mind that saudi arabia's um <clears throat> saudi arabia's working with our petrodollar all these years has been what's made our dollars so valuable around the world right. saudi arabia is no longer going to be part of the petrodollar they're now part of brics along with and, and once saudi arabia made that decision um yesterday uh, 34 countries have now joined up so here you we know, go
3: hands in there now
0: yep exactly so the end of our economy is coming and like i was saying the other day is that we've got um, – there's going to be a point here coming up quick because of this BRICS movement where our government can no longer print money without hyperinflation.
3: So it's about to just
0: really come back and and hit us in the face. It is,
3: and the only way back to normal is going to be by an asset-backed currency. And the only way to do that is to go through the dismantling of the Federal Reserve System. So
0: it, but it needs to happen anyway. So I'm not definitely what it has to happen. Yeah. You know, but there's some of my mom's worried, you know, because she's like, well, what about money in the bank? And I'm like, well, if the dollar, it's not like uh, you know, the depression where our banks didn't have the money. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a financial clap. This is the the dollar that we base everything off of is clap. So what matter if that money's sitting under your
3: mattress at home or if it's sitting in the bank account, it's still worth the same right yeah the actual private entity that is in charge of that has failed
0: yeah exactly you know so um you know at this point you know i know nathan keeps his eyes on the market um you know definitely with with like precious metals and stuff like that especially um you know because that's the way if you want to gauge what's happening in this world the best it's watching gold and it's watching silver um especially with silver more than gold even because gold's pretty high anyway just like thousand plus per ounce right now um, the key is keeping your eye on silver and once silver starts jumping up and catching up with gold. That is the point where you really need to start paying attention to what's happening in the economy.
3: Well, it's been artificially ratioed. Um, historically it's one The value of gold is silver. And right now it's, it's sitting at about one 600th, the value of gold.
0: Okay. So um, snow Ezra says right now, gold is $2,063 per ounce. So that's pretty. Yeah, good. when I
4: graduated
3: high school in 1994, it was 300 per ounce. Yeah, I and mean,
0: that's what I collect. I, I I collect silver, and like I said, there will be a point where silver jumps. But right now, you know, as, as Nathan was, uh, or Moon was explaining to me, they're doing um what the short the short sales or whatever it is, and and that's the way that they basically manipulate the system, and they end up making the money where you're not making the money. But there'll be a point where that all just uh, completely backfires, and and silver is going to just gonna skyrocket and i'd imagine um that's gonna be coming here quick sooner than later uh and the next uh we got um and we we talking about this one as well um pentagon insider admits that most ufo sightings are in fact secret military crafts we are talking what i know i know we bring it we're breaking news here we probably broke (laughs) this like eight months ago we've been saying this forever um so a senior a senior Pentagon official has admitted that most UFO sightings in America are of, quote, top secret military crafts that are being
3: hidden from the public. I mean, I do think that's one of the reasons why nobody cared that the administration, the, the war machine didn't care that the administration left all those weapons and equipment in Afghanistan. Yeah, they're like, Pfft. they have something that would annihilate that. in they're moments. like,
0: Pfft. what's an F-15 compared to a TR-3B? And right. that's what and, and the thing the crazy part is the TR3B is what we know exists. You right. know? And you, you can school. you can find the blueprints for those on military.com and and other you know and other and actual government um sites right. where they they talk about the blueprints of the uh, TR3B the little triangle ships that are run off of a uh,
3: mercury mercury based yeah. anti-gravity system. Yeah,
0: anti-gravity basically um those things fly from what i understand if this was correct the guy that said that the tr3bs can go from here to mars and back in like a day if from where he to saying. the moon and back in fifteen, from pole to pole in 15 minutes yes yeah, i know pull pole to pole because they actually they they had that a couple years ago but it was 17 seconds it was that weird flash that went from that went from uh antarctica all the way up to the north pole and it was like 17 seconds
3: seconds and yeah, yeah that's crazy
0: yeah, is, maybe it's maybe fifteen minutes to the moon and back. Yeah, that's that's insane though, man. These things are yeah, they're pretty darn quick. It'd be uh, like you the, don't feel it. It'd be the like you feel it. No, no, not at all because it's a, a centripetal force, so they're basically sitting in the center of the force, so it's not affecting right. them at all. And it's the equivalent. Someone explained it to me. It'd be like uh, it'd be like taking um a fifty caliber rifle. If you were to fire a fifty cal into a swimming pool, the bullet would be destroyed the moment that it hit that water. Matter of fact, you're you're more successful shooting a nine millimeter into a water than a fifty cal because the velocity will rip the bullet into pieces. Um, makes me wonder about them
3: hitting a plane midair or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. But in this case, what he's saying is: so picture something firing a hard pressured air into the water, and then immediately firing that fifty cal. The fifty cal bullet's going to fire the is going to follow the pocket that the air created. So that's ultimately kind of like how the TR-3Bs work is that right. it pushes pressure and everything around it to where it's, it's can go as fast there's as it works. no wants resistance, to. right? Yeah. There's like yeah. zero resistance. That's pretty neat. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I saw the movie Contact Zuski. That was, a, that was a good one. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see, cause I've seen, I have seen um, TR-3Bs with my own eyes. So I know that they exist. I've seen them. Um, cause remember in, in, uh, Texas, yeah, we had the, uh, the Tesla towers and on multiple occasions driving, um, to go work for the stars, I would see it and the electricity. It's weird because it goes up and usually like lightning, you only see when it comes down this, you can see firing up, but it had no thunder, no sound or anything like that to it. But every time it would go up, Um, when the light would go into the sky, into the clouds, it would light the clouds up and you could see the little triangle shapes like in the clouds.
3: That thing's down in Texas. I drove by that thing on the way to your house. Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: there's, there's there's two or three of them now in Texas. I know, um, I used to ride by the one in Dallas all the time. So, um, and finally, before we get into prayer tonight, um, this is, uh, only in Biden's America and we need to impeach this man, but it'll never happen. Even, even um, McConnell came out today saying, oh, we don't need to impeach him. The guy was literally hoping to impeach Trump. And he's like, oh, we don't need to impeach Biden. He hasn't done anything wrong. So 2020 campaign, Biden says, I promise to reverse all Trump's border security policies. I know you guys remember that. 2021, President Biden comes into office and says, I just reversed all of Trump's border security policies. Like literally within the first like couple of days, he goes in. Um, and then finally, 2024 campaign. Biden says, Why won't Republicans help me secure the border? And that was what we were saying earlier. That's exactly what they're doing. Is they're putting these these mm-hmm. unsignable bills through so they can come back and blame it on the Republicans for not doing it when ultimately the Republicans are like, I don't want to let more immigrants in and I certainly don't want to give amnesty to the ones that are here. You All know, right. so more money to Ukraine. Let's let's give some more money to Ukraine in there too. Or more money to Ukraine. They even tried to come out today and say that Trump was siding with uh, continuing to give money to Ukraine. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Trump's like, I'm going to stop giving money to UN and the EU. and I'm going to stop giving money to to this and that and that. Like, he's not going to give money to Ukraine. Like, he's over all these wars. But once again, they're they're going to keep pushing the lies out. Um, this is, what my, this is what my mom and I were talking about earlier. I'm like, we're at the point, because you think about this for a second. Before we go to prayer, we'll, we'll talk about this real quick. So um, Biden supposedly got 80 million votes last time when he when he quote quote won president okay that's more votes first off than biden or than, than obama got who was way more popular than biden and more votes than any single president has ever gotten before in history okay um i know none of us believe that whatsoever okay i don't believe it whatsoever but here's the thing is that right now Unlike last time, there are so many forward, open, outward Trump supporters that they're not going to be able to fake the 80 billion vote this time without people going, wait a minute, how did we get three or how did we get 500 million votes when we only got 350 million people? It's going to this is where they're heading right now. But this is also. While you're watching everything right now from the courts that they're putting Trump through to these civil trials to the ballot removals, um, they are desperate. They know that they're not going to be able to, quote, traditionally cheat the way that they have. So they're having to pre-cheat in order to figure something out. So the further that Trump gets along, because like I said, everything backfires. Nothing, Nothing is sticking to Trump, man. He is Teflon Don without question.
3: When it's going to be a matter of them reducing the overall vote totals too. Yeah. Because like you're saying, we can't have 450 million people vote in a country of 370 million people. And 25, 30% of those people are children too. Yeah. So it's not like population equals vote totals.
0: You know, and then Asuski says all the extra vote will be um, put the population over 100%. Not to mention like how many, you know, states where they have more voters and they've got people living in the state. Um, they're, they're, the big thing now is that our eyes are open. Our eyes are always open, but there's a lot more eyes open. Your, your average citizen's eyes are open now too, so they're not going to be able to do what they had what they could have before. So this is the, the scariest part we've ever been in, is where desperation leads. Right. We, we said it before: there will not be a 2024 election. Something will happen before then. It'll be martial law, lockdown, war. I don't know what it's going to ultimately end up being, but nonetheless. It's coming because, um, as my mother said today, and she's 100% right, this is it. This is do or die. If Trump loses, the country's over. If Trump wins, we still have a chance that the country's over, but at least it's in a better place. You know what I'm saying? Because she's she's where I am. She doesn't know who to trust any longer. But she (laughs) does know this, that if Trump loses, it's done. The world's over. Not, Not our country. The world. Right. So,
3: yeah. Pretty much. And like, and if he does, it might be a burn it down and rule the ashes moment.
0: Yep, it, it may
3: be. And like I said, though, is a fortune, like I said, I, I just
0: I, I feel bad for I, many reasons that I feel bad for the people that, that haven't found Christ yet. But one reason today is the fact is that Christ is the one that calms me down. At least I've got a place to go when I get frustrated, when I get angry at what's going on. At least I've got a place to go. And even just talking to him makes me feel better. So just imagine the people that don't have a Jesus to talk to. Well, they all have a Jesus to talk to, but the ones that choose not to have a Jesus to talk to. Right. Man, I don't. I don't want to live in that world. But anyways, um. So we are at the end of the show, man. It went by quick again, man. What is it with you and Thursdays, man? The show's like. Poof. I know you well, came in a little too. You, you did, you did come in a little late, but
3: still flew by. It might be a trending thing on Thursdays for a little while. We got games starting. Oh, that's exactly. all right, man. Like I said, we'll,
0: we'll happily work around uh, your schedule. Um I, I was even talking about that with a truth patriot. He's like, How's that gonna work with his schedule? I said, we won't make it work. So right. even hey, even the show's know.
3: there if anybody ever wants to come on and speak in my place. And
0: yeah, I and mean, even if, if there's you know a day where you can't do a Thursday, we can, you know, always switch you up during the week. Cause I know everybody loves hearing from you.
3: Well, that's cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. I love being here with you guys. Sorry, I missed the intros for everybody. Love you all though. <laughs> Everybody's glad that you're here, man.
0: As am I. But uh, we're going to end up with a little bit of prayer tonight. So uh, if everyone would please um, please bow your heads and we'll get into a little spiritual warfare here. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you again for another day. Dear Lord, I ask that you please continue to bless Little Red as she's recuperating from her eye surgery. Things are looking really, really good there. Father, I also um, ask that you continue to bless Jeff and help him through the illness that he's going through, just helping to get better, back on his feet and ready back in this wars, I know that he's ready to do Father, but I also know that you have a reason for this. Just continue to speak to Jeff so he has a better understanding. I also ask Father that you bless Pastor Dan. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the issue that he's going through right now. I, I, I didn't He didn't want to make it public, but Father, you know what he needs prayer for. so I ask that you reach out to him, bless him, bless his family, and help them go to the hardships that they're going through right now. Father, uh, I got this uh, urgent prayer request earlier from uh, Laura Lee. So, Father, I'm going to read this, and I just ask that you please just bless the people that need this. Laura Lee called and um, asked for all immediately to start into prayer for uh, Vivian Sierra, a mother and a newborn that was not allowed to leave the hospital with the mother because she didn't have an address. Someone by the name of Ashley was on bended knee this morning and actually reached out um, but didn't say much. Ashley is a longtime Bard's follower and was at both Bard's Fest in Missouri and Kentucky. She was called to start a safe house for women and children, which she just opened um, now uh, and now Vivi. And Sierra would have to have, an ad- have to have an address. So when the mom showed up at the hospital, she was surrounded, and they not only won't allow her to take her daughter, But are trying to seek to take her other children. It was a fast phone conversation with Laura Lee, and I may not have all the details messed up, but God knows what needs to be prayed for. So, Father, I ask that you just blessed us. um, Rebuke all interference from CPS, rebuke all interference from anyone who was trying to create more problems. And, dear Lord, I ask that you don't just watch after her and what she needs, dear Lord, but all the people around this country and the world that are going through similar situations. Father, we know, and you know what's best for these children. We know as parents what we need to do for our children, but our government thinks that they have all the answers and they're trying to take those privileges and those rights away from us, dear Lord. So give us the strength, Father, to resist the tyranny that's happening in this world, to stand up against the evil that are trying to ruin and take over these children's lives, the ones that are pushing these children into sex changes and going at their parents who are watching out for their children in a Christian way. Father, we've got some trials and tribulations that we're going through, and I know that these things come into our lives for a reason. But Father, I just ask that you help us all to get through this the best that we possibly can. Allow us to learn and seek the lessons that are coming from this, but make a difference in this world. Father, we have done everything in Your will that we've needed to do. We have stepped up and done things the lawful way. We have turned our cheek, just like You've asked us to. But Many of us, Father, are starting to get worn down. We're starting to get tired, irritable, righteous anger. So, Father, if we step over the line, I ask you, Lord, that you just forgive us and, and set us back on that right track to do things in your will, dear Lord, not following the flesh that we need, dear Lord, not following the anger of the evil and the tyranny that's in this world. Let's do things right. Let's do things your way. Father, the time for turning the cheek looks like it's getting to the point where we are, as, as Jay Ku says, we're out of cheeks. Dear Lord, continue to bless us. Let us be calm. Let us do things right. But dear Lord, if it comes time to throw the rocks, if it comes time to pull the sword, don't let us hesitate. Dear Lord, we don't want to go to violence. We don't want to go to war. We want to do things the right way. We want to fight like an angel, not like a demon. So continue to give us calmness, dear Lord. Remove all the fear, the anxiety, the stress from our lives, dear Lord. Let us sit down. Give us a discernment, the wisdom that we need so that we can be rational about the decisions that we make, dear Lord, and we do things the correct way. We have to make a big change in the world, dear Lord, but we don't want to be pulled into their devious ways when we need to focus on the ways that you have asked us to do so dear lord i ask that you give us all the strength and the courage that we need during these times give us the unity that we need dear lord no longer division let people come together know how how different we are dear lord let us all come together let us all find you and seek you in their hearts dear lord working in our lives to build a stronger more defined foundation in the relationship that we have with you dear lord and also help others to find that same thing dear lord You worked in our lives, and you got us to where we are today, and I thought that was impossible, especially in my life, dear Lord, but you loved us all. You love us all with all of your heart, and you always have faith and hope that we can get through this, dear Lord, and it all comes from you. We can't do anything ourselves, dear Lord. You are the ones that give us the ability, the power, and the motivation to do all that we do in our lives. So thank you for loving us enough to bring us to this point, but also let us have the love and the patience with others, dear Lord, so that they can get to the same point that we are as well we got a lot of work to do, dear Lord. We have a lot of people to protect the innocence, the values of this world, dear Lord, and to protect the ideologies and our spiritual beliefs that we have, dear Lord, as they try to remove it. Dear Lord, let us stand by our Bibles. Let us stand by our faith. Let us stand by you to the end. As others turn their backs, let us just become stronger. Let us be willing to serve you in any way that you need us to, dear Lord, without fear or without hesitation. But dear Lord, thank you for bringing this family together so we have one another to rely on, to lean on during these times, dear Lord, because we are all your children and we all have the most important thing in common, and that is you. So dear Lord, continue to work in all of our lives. Continue to let us never be afraid to repent, dear Lord, and to ask for forgiveness or to reach out to any of the people that are right here, dear Lord, when we need to vent, when we need to talk, so that we can come together and do things the right way, dear Lord but we love you with all of our hearts and we thank you for everything in this world that you blessed us with. Thank you for today, dear Lord. And if you bless us with a day tomorrow, let us utilize every second that we have to make every second count and to not only work in our own lives, to become better people, to become better followers of Christ, but to help others do the same. In Jesus Christ's name and our heavenly father's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. I'll tell you, man. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I read that, that prayer request earlier. A couple people sent it to me. Um, It breaks my heart, man. You know, there's some good people out there. We've got immigrants that are coming in this country illegally with no ID, with no nothing, getting away with absolutely everything. And then you got people right here in our own country that simply just don't have a home. And they get their children taken away from them. They don't have anybody reaching out to help. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but this is more of a reason that we need to stand up and, and make a change in this world like i said god god's gonna bring us home at some point but he doesn't want us just sitting back and doing nothing he's got some work for us all to do so right. you know like i said don't let this this these kind of situations make you angry and run around and just start bombing everything but embrace that righteous anger and step up to do something like i said this is this is what our job is as christians not just to sit back and turn the other cheek Sometimes turning the other cheek doesn't happen. As Jay Wu said, I'm running out of cheeks. <laughs> right. I was actually well, pretty got well got So many. Yeah, exactly. I only got two. Well, no, I got four technically, huh? Yeah. I <laughs> got four. Um, but John brother, I love you very much. Uh, I appreciate you coming on tonight. I know that you're busy. Um, and, and I certainly appreciate all that you're doing with the kids, man, because, uh, you are doing what we're saying that we need to do. You know, you're stepping up. And it doesn't have to be going out and stopping the tyranny. Sometimes it's as simple as blocking the tyranny off with giving those kids something more righteous to focus on. And that's exactly what you're doing. You know, so God bless you, man. Let's be on that this year. I'm building a
3: philosophy into these kids this year. Nice. Beautiful. See, I'm saying that's what it's all about. Attitude and excellence or building excellence and attitude, selflessness, and teamwork. Exactly. That's what beast, That's what it's going to mean for them to be a beast. Awesome. One of these days I'm going to I'm going to memorize that. <laughs> Building excellence, and attitude, selflessness, and teamwork. Awesome.
0: Well, man, um, like I said, we any time that you get into the point where you're not sure if you'll be able to make it on Thursday or not, let me know. I'm um, in the week, man. We'll happily move you on around. We'll get you in here um, anytime. Like I said, I just love having you on the show. Always a great conversation. I'm thankful for you, brother
3: yeah love to be here thank you for having me absolutely and uh
0: have a beautiful weekend i'm sure we'll, we'll be talking throughout the weekend man but just have a good weekend with just spend some time with the family get out there hit the batting cages again i know that made you feel good oh yeah true patriot man i don't get true patron anyways matter of fact true patriot. i'll probably bring you on one night with me and john that, that show He'll talk one. He'll talk oh, i know i talk to him i talk to him every at least twice a week <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that man matter of fact uh I, had owed him a conversation and I've been having to work the last couple of nights. So I reached out to him directly after the show last night for a quote, quick phone call um, oh, before yeah. I got to work. And, uh, him and I ended up having one of the, the biggest like rabbit hole scriptural conversations <laughs> that lasted a good while. Um, you know, I was like, I got to get to work, man, but
3: man, what a great conversation. I appreciate I mean, that. <laughs> I miss the late night ones with people too, because I used to be up till three, four in the morning and. I got too much to do during the day now, and I can't stay. I can't make it past midnight if I'm lucky. Well, I'm loving it now because I'm getting to bed at five in the morning
0: instead of seven.
3: Oh, nice. During, saved a couple of hours. Yeah. During this show, I
0: get to go a little bit. Yeah. A little bit further. I'm going to reach out and talk to Evan tomorrow and see if uh, Everin wants to pop back on here at some point. That'd yeah, be nice. it would be good to hear from him. Yeah, I know everybody's have, I know everybody misses him and, and looking forward to hearing from him. He uh, he had to take a little hiatus, um the same reason that we all do at some point. You know, you just gotta walk away, take a little um, take a little break from everything. And Jilly Evan's doing great. Um he's doing really good. Like I said, he just needed to to kind of take a little bit of a break for a little bit um you know kind of regroup exactly tammy and uh he's regrouping the family's doing well um we talked about him coming back on on the show uh we've been having some good conversations but it was good to be able to catch up with him because he did he took a, a probably about a six month break i hadn't talked to him since may until about a week ago so
3: i don't blame him at all i have my moments where i'm just like i'm gonna throw my phone away and delete all my apps yeah exactly on the other day so
0: exactly well he will yeah he, he is doing better i'll keep you guys updated with the conversation we talked till tomorrow and uh he will be coming on the show um if not him just him um him and his family because i know that uh i know that little bear and uh all the rest um z wants to come on here as well so that'd be really really awesome so well, anyways, brother thanks again um i'll catch up with you over this weekend for sure man and just enjoy your time um, and all of you out here, thank you so much for all that you do. I love you all very, very much, and uh, I love all the conversation that you bring. Like I said, here, there's we, we so much news going over. We're going to get back into a little bit of Scripture tomorrow evening. I'm going to be talking about the woman in the well. Um, it's pretty cool. I've read that story multiple times, but it's amazing when you read something what you don't catch. And uh, I found some—I call them Easter eggs. They weren't really Easter eggs, but uh, they just these little hidden jewels, I think, that are in there that are just— there's so many more lessons than we ever see. And that's the great thing is that no matter how many times you read a book or, or a verse or anything like that, you end up finding something new when you go back and read it again. So it'll be a, a lovely conversation.
3: Was I didn't I, know Helen Keller was a socialist until I was like 40 years old. What was that? I didn't know Helen Keller was a socialist until I was like 40 years old. Well, I am uh, 49 <laughs> years old, and I'm learning that
0: today. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> well, there we go, guys. We'll end with a little lesson. That's right. Helen Keller, socialist. <laughs> guys, I love y'all very, very much. I want to thank you so much for listening to Kilt the Christian episode 535, MSM Liars, Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow for episode 536, The Woman in the Well. going to be a great conversation. In the meantime, guys, I love you much, and I'll leave you with this.
2: Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? But so proudly we held At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly Rockets red glare, the bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night that our flag
0: absolutely beautiful rest of your evening and remember once again spoiler alert god wins so fear not stress not let go of all of your anxiety keep in prayer pray 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 more than you ever have before spread that gospel from nation to nation we're going to get through this we all are going to get through this but we need to unify we need to break the division we need to come together give each other place to vent every now and then keep in prayer and just continue to figure out new ways to serve our heavenly father but guys, I love y'all very, very much. We will see you tomorrow night on the Christian episode 536, The Woman in the Well. In the meantime, we love you all and God bless.